Welcome to the Thrive Today podcast. I'm Natalie Bourne. I'm the media host for Thrive Today, and I'm the founder of Innovation Meets Leadership. Our primary focus at Thrive is to help you identify the authority of God's word and connect it with your success at work. Well, today we're speaking with Kathleen Cook. She is an award-winning media and entertainment producer, actor, speaker, writer, and the co-founder of Cook Media Group and the nonprofit Influence Lab. She leads the Influence Lab, not only in Hollywood, but also in Atlanta for Christian professionals. Welcome to the podcast, Kathleen. Thanks, Natalie. So fun to be with you guys and all your listeners today. Well, thank you. You know, I was just looking over your article again, and I just love it in this edition of our Thrive Today magazine. And I would love for you just to talk a little bit about, you kind of expanded the world of social media. And I know when we've done Thrive Today events, women always come forward and have so many questions about social media, how to do it, what should I do, what should I not do? I'd love to take a little bit of a peek into your article as we talk about that a little bit. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on again today. It's always great to speak about what I love and where I think where most people are today, which is on social media. That's where our eyeballs are. You know, media consumes our lives. There are more cell phones and people on social media in India than they have toilets there. And I've been to India four times and they need toilets in India. So we are consumed, they say, with about 5,000 media messages every single day. I can't go to the gas pump. I can't go to the doctor's office. I can't even ride sometimes in an elevator without some kind of media you know, uh, message blaring at me, right? I'm sure you you and the listeners have those kind of issues too that you've dealt with. And so social media is part of our lives. They say most Americans or most people will pick up their phone within 15 minutes of getting up in the morning and check their cell phone and check what's going on. And teenagers will connect on their social media devices about 150 times a day and adults are right there with them. And so we are consumed with social media and the internet and on the internet these days. And so in that respect, you know, I also say, you know, Facebook is the largest population in the world right now. So who's planting missions and who's planning organizations that can change the world? Who's planning churches in that population, in that digital population today? And that's where my heart and my passion is, is to help Christians use media more effectively And so with social media, I think particularly there are ways that we can learn to use it more effectively. That's what the article was about. That's what our passion is about here at Cook Media Group, which is our for-profit business here in Hollywood. And then I lead the nonprofit organization called the Influence Lab at InfluenceLab.com. And you can uh, see a whole webinar there I actually did a few months ago with some great leaders and social media experts on how to use media more effectively. So if you wanted to learn a little bit more even today, you can go to the influencelab.com again, click on the women's section, and then on the gathering section, and you'll see that webinar. Just to give your viewers just a, a little bit of insight, you know, social media is about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Social media is about me even reflecting on Mark Zuckerberg's, if you ever watched, you know, the social media movie that was about him, they showed that he started Facebook because he got dumped by his girlfriend, basically, and he wanted to kind of get back at her and become popular on campus. 
And so this was a word I mean popular and it sure worked. And it, you know, look where we are today with that. So when we look at social media, it is all about me, 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 me. And so how can we though use that tool so that it isn't about me, 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 that it is about other people. My focus and my passion is to help again, Christians use it effectively so that we can share who Jesus is, not whom I am all the time. And yet it's a social platform. So we need to respond when we have, when we put out posts. I reflect on what Jesus taught us when he walked on the earth, which is asking questions and telling stories. And that's what people respond to. Have a question. Don't actually tell the answer. Walk away. You know, most of the questions Jesus asked in the Bible, he would ask and then walk away. So be provocative, be curious about things and engage with people online. We don't have to, you know, just repost that cute cat picture or what we're eating for dinner tonight or that cute little outfit, you know, that we just bought. But we should be posting things that would actually influence others' lives. So if, we, if you look at social media from that respect, then it doesn't become such an ugly demon, so to speak, in our lives but can actually become a positive focus. Yeah, you know, I'm curious because I'm just wondering, like, what should somebody be posting? Like, if you're thinking about, hey, I've started a business or I'm using social media because I want to create more influence, like, what should we and shouldn't we be posting about? Like, what are some rails for, for our listeners? Yeah, well, social media, you know, is more and more progressing toward groups. You know, when you talk about Facebook, you talk about Facebook groups now or Instagram groups or chat rooms and those kind of things, because we are becoming actually a more segmented audience. In fact, I study a lot of futurists because most of our projects that we work on, it will take years before it will actually be produced. And so I want to know what the audience is going to be wanting in the future. And a lot of futurists are telling us today that we are moving from a society of inclusive, inviting everyone in, to actually becoming exclusive, just having our own groups, which is kind of an interesting progress that we're moving toward because of the polarization that social media has caused, those kind of things. We want to stay within our groups. We want to stay with those peeps that we like to be around. But in saying all that, I think, Natalie, we need to be posting things that are positive. We need to be posting things that will encourage other people's lives. I work with a lot of Christians who like to post Bible verses. Well, Bible verses are great, but how does that relate to what you're doing in your life? I often say, yes, social media is about me. So how are you reflecting on social media who you are? People want to know who you are, what you're all about, which is great. And so you can post some of those fun things you're eating occasionally or where you're going or what you're doing or those cute grandkids or, you know, kid pictures, dog pictures, cat pictures. Those are kind of fun things. But don't focus on those things. Focus on maybe what other people are challenged with, that maybe you could ask a challenging question or bring a point of hope. Quotes are great. Uh, poetry is wonderful. I'd love people to see more poetry and things like that. You want to post a Bible verse from time to time that particularly resonates with you or a particular thing that God's teaching you? Great, do that. But have a variety on there. People want to see the full picture of who you are 
not just one side of you. And have a purpose for everything that you post. I love that. Have a purpose for everything you post. And part of what I hear you saying, too, is is really think about what you're thinking about and why you're posting. Don't just kind of do it to do it. One of the things that I think is is really interesting that I hear you saying as well is in the realm of influence, really understand what's in your realm to talk about. Understand what's in your wheelhouse to engage with your audience on and really maximize that. And so what I hear you saying is take some time to actually understand the topics that could be intriguing, engaging, that curiosity that you're talking about, really begin to build on that for your audience. Yes. And and if you're a business, you need to post those kind of things of what kind of things that you're, you know, in business about. That's perfectly fine. But depending on what format you're using too, whether or not you are on Instagram or Twitter, know that there are different audiences there and different ways that are people responding to that. LinkedIn is a different audience. Facebook. I'm on Facebook quite a bit because I do a lot of international traveling with Influence Lab and our production company. And so I've got a lot of international people that follow me and they're mainly on Facebook. But older people are normally on Facebook. Young people are not. They're on Instagram. And business people are more on Twitter and politicians are more on Twitter and LinkedIn is more about the business world. Know those platforms, know which one is best for you. You don't have to be on all of them, but know the audience that you're wanting to reach and know, you know, TikTok right now, of course, is about these one minute fun little comedy things. Just choose the right one for the audience that you're wanting to reach. I love that. That's so important. And I even think about what you were saying earlier about how things are starting to move towards exclusivity. And so I think about Clubhouse and I think about Discord as places where people are now creating these little pockets and they're creating these little groups where they can come in and talk about a specific topic. And so for some, we're seeing Clubhouse really blow up as well as something that they want to lean into. So, you know, I'm curious now, you talked a little bit about this Influence Lab. How does social media play a part in what you're doing with the Influence Lab? Well, it's a big part of it. It's how I reach my audience with Influence Lab. So the Influence Lab came out of our passion and desire, again, to have Christians use media effectively. Our production company, Cook Media Group, and by the way, Natalie, for your listeners, Cook has an E on the end. So I'm Cook E. (laughs) And so if they're trying to find me, KathleenCook.com is my website, but Cook has an E on the end. So Cook Media Group, we were producing films in over 60 countries and documentaries and shorts and all sorts of things with our media group. And we saw a need for Christians, particularly who are wanting to share who Jesus is in different parts of the world. They weren't experiencing and weren't able to learn how to use media effectively. And so we began kind of a mentorship program with the Influence Lab and helping them do that. And We started traveling and speaking and teaching around the world with that. So that grew my international audience, of course. But Influence Lab is also part of what I do here in Hollywood. So I was a Screen Actors Guild actress for many, many years here in our production company at Cook Media Group. We've worked, of course, with writers, producers, directors here and producing films and documentaries and short play videos and things. And so with the work that I've done with Influence Lab, it came out, Influence Lab was birthed out of Cook Media Group and the need to help those who are working in Christian organizations, ministries, churches, 
use media effectively. And my Hollywood group came in and I started growing Influence Lab Women and producing a weekly journal called the Influence Lab Journal. So if you go to influencelab.com again, you can sign up for that journal. And I have gatherings then that started in Hollywood here. We are hosting and launching our first gathering in Atlanta on June 10th coming up here uh, with a great speaker and writer-producer from Hollywood, Cheryl J. Anderson, who is the uh, creator-writer for Sweet Magnolias, the Netflix TV series. But you can go online again to influencelab.com and watch some of the past events and gatherings. We'll be reposting that event as well online if you're not in the Atlanta area. But I'd love to have your listeners and followers, you know, if you're in the area there, check it out. Again, you can get the Influence Lab information there online. But that's kind of what we do with Influence Lab. I post interviews at I-N-N-E-R-V-I-E-W, an interview with a leading woman in media and entertainment today that has intersected their faith and their work together. It's an exciting time. We have webinars online that you can join in on from time to time. And again, it's for leaders in media, entertainment, leadership, and the arts. And that's what we primarily focus on. Wow, that's so powerful. I'm just thinking about all the women that I've ran across that have just an affinity to this lane of media. And I would love for you just to spend a couple of minutes. I would love to know, how did you even get into this field in the first place? Well, you know, Natalie, it's funny you ask that. I grew up in Las Vegas, Nevada. And in Las Vegas, during the years I was growing up, there wasn't a theater, there wasn't a ballet, there wasn't philharmonic orchestra, there was just the strip. And so the arts wasn't really a big deal there. But my favorite thing growing up was an outdoor trash can that my mother filled from thrift store finds, Salvation Army stores and old clothing she had. And I'd go in my backyard for hours and put these costumes on and create my own stories. And she even had Victorian Barbie doll clothes made for me so I could take my Barbie dolls and recreate these classic stories and stuff with my Barbie dolls. And so, it, you know, it was in me from the very beginning. I often tell parents and moms, pay attention to how your kids are playing because it's going to show you kind of what God's put a passion and a talent into their heart for in the future. And then fast forward, I met my husband in college. He went into producing and directing. We moved to Hollywood in 1991, grew into the industry, became a Screen Actors Guild actress here for a number of years and started our production company, Cook Media Group. And so we've been around the world shooting in about 60 different countries, done a lot of work here in Hollywood, launching a lot of ministries and organizations. So yeah, that, it just kind of came out of just... What I believe God's really calling was from the very beginning when I was a child. <laughs> I love that. You know, it's funny. I was just listening to Stephen Furtick and T.D. Jakes do an interview. And T.D. Jakes was saying, you know, look for the seed that's in your, your kid. And, and you can see that through things they say, things they do, how they play. So I, just, I love that. I would love for you to talk to us a little bit about the idea of, you know, this for-profit business that you have and then what inspired you to create this nonprofit? Because I know, again, a lot of women, I'm just thinking about all the different women that listen to Thrive Today's content. And I know there's women out there that have this burning desire to create a nonprofit. I was just speaking to one this morning while I was getting my hair done. And she was telling me about how she had this desire to, to begin this journey. And I'd love to know, like, how did that spark and, and birth in you? 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, you know, my husband and I, I, I think God just directed our paths from the very beginning. I mean, he talks about how he made little movies on his camera growing up. He'd grab his father's, you know, little camera back then. You know, there wasn't any VHS or video stuff or phones that back then and just started creating his own little films outside with his friends and then carried those to college. And the professor there happened to see him doing some editing on it one night and said they were the best things that he'd ever seen that a student had done so far and wanted to show him in his class. And my husband had started out as a music major. And, you know, when he heard people talking about the films and that you could create these stories and films that people could talk about, it resonated with him. He never went back into the music business again. He went into film and television. And, and I think because of my love early on, we connected. That was one of the reasons I think our hearts connected when we met each other and what we wanted to do. And coming out to Hollywood, it was always in our forecast. And we made that, like I said, made it out here in 91. And it's a challenge. I mean, being in the industry out here, you're swimming with the big fish in Hollywood. And yet what I see, which is really exciting, Natalie, is that now people are moving out of Hollywood into some great media hubs. That's why we're starting Influence Lab Women in Atlanta this next week. And I have a woman in Nashville that wants to start one there in the fall. So maybe we'll be starting there in, in Nashville. But, you know, I would tell women, if God's put it in your heart, go. There are 1,500 references in the Bible to the word go. Wow. And 62 to the word stay. <laughs> is a forward work in God. He wants us to get our tennis shoes on, tie them up, and start going forward with him. So if listeners are out there saying, I don't know whether I can do this or not, don't listen to the lies of the devil. Listen to what Jesus has put in your heart. He's given you talents and skills, and I know that he will connect you with the people you're going to be connected with. It might not be in front of the camera. It might not be in even writing or producing. Maybe it's in the administrative part of things, or it is, could be just a writer in the background or producer. It takes a collaborative effort to put together programming today on television and in films and, and in what we're doing now and on the digital format on the internet and in places like that. But so it's a collaborative effort. We need all sorts of skills and talents. And if God's put that passion in your heart, get connected. That's what the Influence Lab Women and Influence Lab is all about, is about connecting us together so that we can create that content that can change the world. And you can change the world. I truly believe it. That is so brilliant. And I would just wonder what final thoughts would you have today for our ladies? Oh, gosh. You know, I thought about how to end this program. I figured I've done a few podcasts and they always end with what's my final thoughts. And I think probably going back to maybe a little story about social media and why you are an influencer with social media. You already have a camera in your hand. You already have the means to do everything you need to do on your cell phone right now, there are film festivals that are nothing but about creating films on your cell phone. People are doing it all the time. And so one little story that resonates with us, we worked with a pastor in the Midwest at one point, and he said, why do I need to be on Facebook? Why do I need to be you know, engaging with people? What, what's the point? And we looked at him across the table and said, look, just try it. Engage with people. It's a social thing. Respond to people's responses. And so he said, okay, I'll try this. And so the next week he put out a response, said something about what was on his heart. 
And a woman responded and said, you know, I'm having, you know, some issues in my life. And I was thinking about trying to go to a church. And can you tell me when your church service is? Maybe I'd like to come. So he invited her. Well, she gave her heart to the Lord that day on that Sunday. It resonated in her heart. And she was killed in a car accident the next day on that Monday morning. So there you go. Had he not engaged with her on social media, had he not invited her to church, had he not been that person to reach out to her, we know that she did give her heart to the Lord. We know that she knew Jesus before she died. And what is better for us to be able to respond and to be joyous about than someone who comes to know Jesus. That's what it's all about. It's about kingdom purposes. It's about knowing him. It's about engaging with others. So I just encourage your listeners, get on social media and use it effectively. Don't just put it out there about yourself. Use it effectively. This has been so amazing. Thank you so much for your time today, Kathleen. I loved it, loved it. Blessings to all of you there. Well, thank you for joining the Thrive Today podcast. Be sure to follow, share, and subscribe on your social media platforms of choice and tell other women in leadership about this podcast. You can follow Kathleen on LinkedIn. You can go over to her website, Kathleen Cook with an E.com. You can follow her on Twitter or Instagram. So ladies, as you step into community, I want to remind you as you go out there in the world, live your life with leadership, community, and strength. And we'll see you next time.